0: coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. You know, for a game called Final Fantasy, they sure did make a lot of them. (laughs) It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with ya. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. We've got a good show for you today. We're going to be talking about the news in the week, including the Switch Online service and that Nintendo Direct, and then on Thursday, come back, because we are going to be talking about the new Labo Vehicle Kit. Uh, but in the meantime, Mark,
1: how are you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah? I have iOS 12 downloaded on my phone. I feel like a brand new person. No, I haven't done this yet. When when when
0: was that available?
1: Uh yesterday morning. Okay. is that something that you you do like first
0: thing Immedi- as soon as you I know I mean I've
1: been running the beta, so like mm. um but yeah, I do it immediately. As soon as like I am really anal retentive about stuff like that. Like mm. in, in a way that I'm sure is not fun for other people. But uh like I check the app store multiple times a day, just like out of habit. Just and, like
0: to see what's on there?
1: No, just to like uh, and then download See updates. what it's like <laughs> <laughs> and then to download like uh, the newest versions of apps, it doesn't make any sense. It's like my smoking, my like lame version of smoking. It's just a habit I have
0: yeah, I mean we all have lame we all have some lame habits like that, right? for sure. I can't think of what any of mine would be, so. <laughs> Well, well but I mean, on. you're <laughs> perfect. Well, that's right. Uh, speaking of perfection, you can follow us on Twitter, <laughs> which is probably my the biggest waste of my time. Uh, I'm at Patrick underscore Mark is at MKE Mitchell. And the show is at NinCart Society. You can get us on Facebook. We are just uh, Nintendo Cartridge Society there. You can also email us uh, directly. Emails that we read. Um, And that email address is Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. And you can write to us, just like Dustin did about last week. Mark, do you remember when we were talking about the new Build-A-Bear Pokémon, the Alolan Vulpix? And I was
1: like, huh? Right. And I was like, what?
0: Yeah. And you were like, I've never even heard the word Alolan. And I was like, you played all of Pokémon Sun or Moon. I forget which. Uh, Dustin wrote in with a little bit of information, said, um, I actually have some insight into why they picked this random Pokemon for Build-A-Bear. My kids love the Sun and Moon anime, and one of the main characters on the show has an Alolan Vulpix that is prominently featured. Just why? I uh, just FYI and saving you a Google search that I'm sure you are absolutely planning to spend your time on to answer this super important question.
1: You nailed this, Dustin. You nailed this. Patrick us. was poised to Google it. Yep. As he was reading that email, and then he stopped. Right. I And the thing is,
0: I have read this email before, and I read it, forgot about it, and was like, you know what? I should look it up in the middle of this show while we're recording.
1: But actually, Dustin, uh, thank you, because that makes a lot of sense, that it would be, like, featured in the uh, anime. I forget that the cartoon is an, like, ongoing concern. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, exactly. Like, I think about the cartoon
0: as though it is a thing from the 90s. And I know, I know that that is not the case. It is also a thing from the 90s, but it has since become a thing from the now, always. Um, Mark, what else can people do with that email address?
1: You know, if I were them mm-hmm. and I had not yet borrowed your copy of Sonic Forces, yeah, I would send my mailing address
0: mm-hmm. to Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. g-mail.com. And hopefully get to borrow my copy of Sonic Forces. Um, It just came back to me today, so it is going to go back out on the road again uh, tomorrow. Um, So, yeah, if you want to get on that list, email us and give us your address. I promise that there's nothing weird about it. Right, Mark? Yeah, absolutely. There's nothing weird about it. Um, And then you can borrow it. I don't remember you borrowing my copy of Sonic Forces. Did that
1: happen? No, that did not happen. Mm, okay, I, I got to put my name on the list. You do have
0: to put your name on the list, and then uh, you know we'll see when it comes in and when we can get it to you. All right, uh, Mark, let's get into what we've been playing this week. Pursuant to our topic of Thursday's episode, we have been playing with the Nintendo Labo kit number three. The
1: L-A-B-O.
0: Labo! I didn't know we were going to spell it. These are things you should really remind oh, maybe me it's just a new. Maybe that'll be like a new feature. Oh, that we just spell random things as we're going? Uh, the vehicle kit, um, f- uh, former guest on the show, Richie Root, uh, came over and helped us assemble, um, not because we needed him to help us assemble it, but it was just nice to have a- another person around, and we like Richie, um, and then we played some of that, but we will get into that in more detail on Thursday. Uh, I have also been playing Overcooked 2, uh, which is essentially more Overcooked.
1: Now, you were very excited for Overcooked 2 when yes. it was announced, mm-hmm. and- I uh, did you buy it at launch? I uh no, oh, or I, around I, launch, I, launch I, adjacent.
0: Here's the thing, the only way I can really play Overcooked is with Sarah, right? So uh it when she is like here and interested in thinking about it, that's that's when I bought Overcooked, right? Like I need I need her to be here to be like, "Yeah, let's do it." Um and since we since we bought the game, it has been most evenings do you want to play overcooked? and I can play games some evenings, not all um, so it, uh, we we got into it real deep on um Sunday uh, and have like plowed through most of the levels. She also won't move on until we've three starred something um so uh, you know, it's not. It's not like a a stress, It's a stressful experience playing <laughs> playing Overcooked with Sarah. I love it, and it's great. And the game is a ton of fun. And she's a doll. But uh, it it is a high focus, high energy uh gameplay experience. Is My it... eyes water the whole
1: time. <laughs> I'm because you're not it. blinking. That's right. <laughs> uh, is it more overcooked? You know, like yes. Okay. Um. Yeah, there are
0: uh, more recipes and you and different recipes and you can now throw raw ingredients um which is fun and you know obviously all of the levels are different and there are new chefs and stuff but you know it is largely it plays the exact same way which is you know what I would want from a, a sequel to Overcooked um but uh yeah there there is there's there is that little bit there of like this is more of the same game that I really like But, you know, why does it not? It just doesn't feel like the new, fresh, crazy thing anymore. um, Because I've already played Overcooked. Um, Mark, have you had an opportunity to play anything this week? Nope. Labo was uh, my gaming respite. (laughs) That, That was it. It was just Labo. All right. Let's move into the new releases and what we might be
1: playing next week. All right. Today, September 18th. Labyrinth of Refrain, Covenant of Dusk, Mutant Football League, Dynasty Edition.
0: Now, is Mutant Football League different from Mutant League Football?
1: I think it is like, uh, inspired by. Shall we say? I think it's like. A co- I think it's like a copyright, like. Get around.
0: Now, could we do that if we wanted to, instead of, uh like, ripping off the National Football League, just be like National
1: League Football? I mean, we're technically ripping off Nintendo's name in Great our... Great point. Uh, <laughs> in the name of our podcast. Great point. <laughs> Without permission. Sh- nobody tell them unless they want to send us free stuff. Uh, Okay. This is a bit of a bummer because it never happens in this segment. But we were wrong about something. What on earth were we wrong about? So... Last week we were like, "Torna: The Golden Country is coming out." Mm-hmm. The Xenoblade Chronicles 2. And it did, but only for people who had the season pass. Yes. For the game, but on for sep- the
0: original Xenoblade Chronicles 2.
1: Correct. Yes. But on September 21st, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 Torna the Golden Country is coming out for everybody. It's the standalone retail release. Uh is out on the 21st. So you can buy it on a little card and put it in your Switch. Or you or can download it. Or you can download it without yeah. buying the season pass. That's correct.
0: Uh, now, Mark, I can't help but notice that you skipped over a
1: September 18th release date. Oh my gosh! Capcom Beat 'Em Up Bundle. Is that what we're talking about?
0: Well, I'm excited about Capcom Beat 'Em Up Bundle, but we will talk more about that. Oh, when we and get to Undertale. Undertale. <laughs> um, I'm very excited for Undertale. Uh, I'm gonna pick it up first thing in the morning, and maybe even drag my Switch to work with me. That's right, I drag <laughs> it. I just like put it on a string and like r- behind me riding my bike. Um, no, I'm very excited for Undertale, uh, and yeah, that's. Uh, I'm also excited about
1: Capcom beat 'em up bundle, but again, we will get to that. Yeah, in a second. we'll get into it. But I am very concerned with the amount of money that yes. uh, I am going to be spending this fall on Nintendo products. Yeah,
0: and on through tothos- 2019.
1: Frankly, it's it's
0: gonna it's gonna be a a nightmare. There are, and we'll get to it. Of course, when we get to the direct, there are two more Nintendo Switches that I'm interested in buying. Crazy, that's insane. Um, uh, and then the the other thing I wanted to point out, uh, September 21st is the Banner Saga trilogy is coming out on Switch. Um, is there anything on here that you are gonna pick up? Probably here, Mark.
1: Uh, I'm interested in Undertale. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know when I'm going to be picking it up because. I hate having a backlog. Right. And I and just don't know when I'm going to play games in general. Mm-hmm. And so it just seems like spending money on a game I don't know when I'm going to play isn't a great plan. I know I'll end up doing it anyways. <laughs> and then you can just come over and play the Smash, uh,
0: Smash Mouth, the Capcom beat 'em up bundle with me. Right? Per- perfect. You want to do that, right? Yeah. Okay, great. Um. All right. Let's get out of the new releases, Mark. Now it's time for a regular segment on our show. It's time for 4.33. In 1952, American composer John Cage wrote a piece called 4.33, wherein a performer or a group of performers didn't play their instruments for 4 minutes and 33 seconds. For the purposes of this show, our instruments are talking about Nintendo. So, for the duration of one performance of 4.33, Mark and I will talk about something not at all Nintendo-related, thus fulfilling the contract of the piece. Mark, we are talking today about movie snacks. What's your go-to? Uh, So, I... I don't think I am good at movie snacks. I'm not excited by movie snacks. Um, but for the most part, I if I'm at a movie theater, I will go for uh, the box of Buncha of Crunch. Um, I don't know. I don't find it satisfying ever. I don't even really like it. Uh, but it's I, I guess I've determined it to be like the least offensive of uh, like candies or whatever that I can have in a movie theater.
1: What is Bunch of Crunch?
0: Uh, so it's like uh, a crunch bar. Uh, but like broken up into little balls. Uh, it's just so it's just like the crispy uh, like rice clusters, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. What are you, are you? You're a popcorn guy, Are you a popcorn? Not guy? really. I'm not really a popcorn guy. Uh, if the theater has sour patch kids, yeah, then you're I there. will be tempted. However, if they have sour jacks, I have I have heard you express this to me before when I said I'm going to get some snacks. Do you want anything? I'm pretty sure I've said. <laughs> Possibly this exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. Tell me what's wrong with Sour Jacks. Oh, they're gross. Oh, okay.
0: How do you feel about uh, Sour Punch straws? Uh, I like them. And the Sour Punch
1: watermelons? I don't know that I've had those because there are Sour Patch Kid, like, watermelon-shaped things. I, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, yes. Yeah. Those I, those it's not like a life. watermelon-sized thing that you have to, like, slice open. <laughs> Slice it in half, scoop some out, fill it with vodka. I pretty much like Sour Patch Kids, like, in, in any permutation. It is a good brand of sour gummy candy. There is Sour Patch Kids gum that is huh? sugar-free. And huh? it yeah, and it's ideal because I, I love candy, but I try not to eat it very much. right? And so the Sour Patch Kids gum is, like, the perfect candy substitute because you get that, like... It's sour, Patch sour Kids gum? Flavor. Uh, I mean, it has, yeah, a little bit. It's not really, like, sour, because Sour Patch Kids aren't that sour. Yeah, that's
0: true. I mean, they, they've got that... Uh, they're, they've are they got a little bit of sour, but it's almost like that, um, like, cutting sweetness mm-hmm. where, like, did I eat Sour Patch Kids or, like, throw a handful of razor blades in my mouth <laughs> and it's a little sour? I feel like that's the experience.
1: Yeah, like, exactly. And I... Try not to eat candy all that often, So, but in movie theaters, I'm like, I should, I've, I deserve this.
0: Yeah. Well, you're, you're sort of like, I'm already treating myself to something extravagant. Mm-hmm. I'm paying for a movie ticket in LA, which is ridiculous. I had to park somewhere with a big parking structure. I had to pay like eight bucks mm-hmm. for that. I may as well also eat some candy. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember as a child being like, you know, obviously always getting some sort of candy uh, at the movies. And then judging how I felt about the movie by how much candy I had left at the end of it, like I remember very specifically seeing hook and having uh sweet tarts and you know, this is when the sweet tarts just come in like that roll, um, and uh, eating, eating some sweet tarts as the movie went, as the movie like started and then being so wrapped up in it that I stopped like a third of the way through. And then at the end I was like, I like that movie so much. I still have eight sweet tarts left. I don't think that's And that should be my rating system.
1: Yeah, that's actually a pretty good system. Yeah,
0: that's. I mean, that's how you know how how wrapped you were with something. Do you do uh, movie snacks uh, at home if you are watching a movie at home?
1: Not re- not really, but I am also weird about watching movies at home. Tell me what you mean. Uh, I don't like watching them during the day. Mm, I don't. Gotta, gotta I don't want to like sit. To, yeah, I like don't want to sit down and watch a movie when it's. When there's light outside. And not because I'm an active person who's like, well, I guess we'll never know. I guess we will, in fact. (laughs) Maybe uh, I am an active person.
0: (laughs) I mean, I think we know the answer to that one. (laughs) Uh, We were accompanied today by an ensemble called Cage Against the Machine. Mark, that was a new recording of 433 for us. I love it. Uh, All right, let's get into the news.
1: It happened last Thursday. There was a Nintendo Direct. Is this the title of your one-man show? It'd <laughs> be a pretty good one-man show. It, w- it wouldn't
0: be. I would go. <laughs> Not just because it's yours. Yes, I would go to your one-man show.
1: Listener, we would go to your one-person show as well, just FYI. We love one-person shows. We've been to a bunch together. <laughs> um, So this was, of course, supposed to happen, going to happen, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And then after the earthquake in Japan, it was rescheduled, happened last Thursday. Boy, oh boy, was this a Nintendo Direct! Uh, there's a lot of stuff in here, uh, and I think we should start
0: with the uh, most controversial piece of it, with the Switch
1: Online service. Man, I'm already bored by the uh, con- quote-unquote controversy. Yeah, around I, Nintendo Switch Online, I am too. Let's uh, let's plug through what the actual like presentation
0: of it was, and then we'll get to the controversy. <laughs> yawn about it when it comes up and uh and we'll, we'll go from there.
1: Okay, so online play of course is a feature of Switch Online service. Uh yeah. Um
0: yeah. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> this is I mean that that was sort of my favorite part of the whole presentation was like 45 seconds of them showing you people
1: playing online games together. Yeah, games that you are already playing online for free right now. And look, I have no problem paying for Nintendo a service switch that you were online. getting for free for a year, yeah. Like, I they were upfront from the very beginning that mm-hmm. you know that was not always going to be true. And you know, for people who have bought the switch recently, they haven't had it for as long, but it's like it felt a little redundant to me to be like, and here's Splatoon 2. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's
0: it's these maybe the single silliest point of the presentation, but like, I don't. If if this is one of the points of controversy, and I think that it is, people saying that like this is a service that we had for free before, and now we had to pay for it, I don't, I don't have
1: any yeah sympathy for that. I don't either. I, I don't care. I do not care. Uh, then the Nintendo entertain entertainment system aspect of Switch Online, yes, was uh talked about a little bit. So NES games that can also be played online. Mhm. Um and uh, it is important to note that
0: they are branding this thing as the uh Nintendo Entertainment System uh online. So uh we should not expect to see a Super Nintendo game pop up on here. That's right. That will be a different kind of service or whatever.
1: Uh and we also learned that like you'll be able to d- it seems like the library of games only requires you to, like, check in with the online aspect, like, once a week. Mm-hmm. So it seems like you can download them and then just play them. Um, You know, you don't need always need an internet connection, which was one question we had about before uh, this was all shown is how was this going to work? How was the... yeah. Uh, Nintendo Entertainment System aspect of it going to function.
0: Yeah, because I, I, my assumption was, are we streaming these games? And it doesn't sound like we are. It sounds like we are downloading them, and the key just needs to be verified every week, which is a little bit inconvenient for uh, a system that is ostensibly a um, handheld for a lot of people. But I don't know. This is another thing that I'm uh, sort of bored by. Uh, anyone being upset
1: about? Yeah, I feel like if in the modern world, yeah. Th- The likelihood that you're not going to well, it's hard to get online with the Switch at Starbucks because there's no way to join like public Wi-Fi. But yeah, I I feel like the times where this is going to be like a huge inconvenience are really small. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so they promise a growing library of NES games. Yep, and it kicks off with soccer, tennis, Donkey Kong, Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers. Balloon Fight, Ice Climber, Dr. Mario, The Legend of Zelda, Super Mario Brothers 3, Double Dragon, River City Ransom, Ghosts and Goblins, Tecmo Bowl, Gradius, Pro Wrestling, Excite Bike, Yoshi, Ice Hockey, Patrick, Woo! and Baseball.
0: I am unreasonably excited about ice hockey being in this lineup from the get go. I- ice hockey was one of the few games that was not on the NES Classic Edition that I was like, that game should be on the system. Um, along with, I guess, Castlevania 3. Like, those are the two big (laughs) missing ones as far as I'm concerned. Um, And, man, I I am very much looking forward to being able to play ice hockey online with my buddy Pete. (laughs) Like, that's, if this uh, Nintendo Switch online service offers me nothing else other than play ice hockey online with Pete, I'll pay the 20 bucks a year for it. I don't care. That's worth it to me.
1: Yeah, that's fun. I'm really, uh, in a weird way, like, I'm excited that you are excited about it mm-hmm. because looking at this list for me it's like I'm super excited about being able to play Super Mario Brothers 3 on my Switch yeah and that's kind of the end of it but again I'm fine with that
0: I mean I th- I think there are a lot of fun games here to like hop in on and maybe not spend not spend any like real time in like uh, uh River City Ransom or Double Dragon uh, and the pro wrestling is cool It it'll be neat to like have access to that game again. Um, Yoshi, it's a puzzle game I've never actually played. Um, so there, there's a lot of, a lot of games here that even if I'm not interested in like sinking a bunch of time into and won't make, you know, grand declarations about I'd pay $20 a year to play that game with my friend, um, that I would be interested in
1: hopping in and uh, checking out for the first time ever. Yeah. And kind of the really fun thing about this service to me is that this library is always going to be growing. Mm-hmm. And so we've talked about in the past, you know, there were a lot of NES games that I never had a chance to play. Yeah. So, you know, like, as this library grows, like, in October, the game Solomon's Key is coming. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. It's like a weird Zelda-esque adventure kind of game. Like, cool. There'll be an opportunity to play that. Uh, also in October is NES Open Tournament Golf and Super Dodgeball. Great, and then November they've promised Metroid, Mighty Bomb Jack, and Twin Don't know what Twin B is. And then in December, Wario's Woods, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Ninja Gaiden, and the Adventures of Lolo.
0: Um, and actually, December, I'm all of those games are are great. The nin- Ninja Gaiden is obviously available on the NES Classic Edition, so that one's a little bit fresher for me. But the Adventures of Lolo is, uh, you know, a pushing shapes around puzzle game that I loved as a kid. Um, And then Wario's Woods is uh, an amazing, um, like, Tetris-style game where you control Toad at the bottom of the screen, picking up stuff and, like, stacking them up on top of each other. You fight Wario, you fight Birdo, it's perfect. The game is so good.
1: And then in addition to, you know, like, the online features, the games will also have a suspend, suspend feature is that right? Did I say that Suspend? word right? Suspend. Yeah. Suspend. It doesn't didn't sound Suspend. right. Suspend. <laughs> Turn into an acting Suspend. exercise, and then HD resolution. Um, this is really cool, and I think it's exciting to think about where this could go. Yeah. In the future. Um, I hope
0: that these games have the same, uh, and I assume that they will have the same, uh, like, attention to uh, quality of emulation that the um the NES classic games do. They all For look sure. beautiful in high resolution. Um, Well, I guess we haven't seen anything about like screen filters or anything like that. But, you know, this is all stuff that uh, we will see shortly.
1: And then the next feature of Nintendo Switch Online that they talked about was save cloud data. Yes. So your save data for most games, like we talked about last week, not all games are supported, uh, are automatically backed up in the cloud. And then this is where the controversy pops up, right? When you, If your subscription lapses, then after an like, unclear amount of time, the, save, the cloud save data is deleted. Right. So th- I believe the cause
0: of the controversy is people are imagining the following scenario. They're imagining that they've got their cloud backup, their subscription ends, they don't renew it, and their switch is destroyed somehow. During the time that they are not subscribed and they try to get their save back and they can't
1: ugh this I, is i don't care this is
0: a specific scenario I do not care which would be a bummer it would it would suck if that's for sure if that's what a hundred percent but also like it's automatically backing them up, and then like twenty bucks a year <laughs> like. Who cares? Well, and
1: yeah. Also, the
0: the assumption, I'm sorry to hop on uh, what you're saying. The assumption is that uh, they are going to be deleting the save data the second you stop subscribing. And no outlet from Nintendo has said that. They've said after after your subscription ends, then your save data will be deleted. But, like,
1: no one knows what the timeline is for that now.
0: People are, like, I don't. Mark, it's, also so un- it's also
1: unreasonable to expect Nintendo to hold on to your save data indefinitely. Yeah, I mean, evidently, uh, PlayStation and Microsoft hang on to
0: cloud save data for six months um, after a subscription lapses, which is generous, but you pay three times as much for that service. Well, So, like, just pay one I- third for the subscription.
1: Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I am so soul-weary like of this quote-unquote controversy.
0: The time to money, oh, thing. I, it just doesn't... It, just subscribe to the
1: service. Deeply. Yeah. Deeply. Deeply bored. Do not care. Yeah.
0: I mean, also, and this is uh, something that you were driving at, is that even though your stuff is being backed up online, it's still on the Switch. Yeah. So, like, if your subscription to the online service ends, your backup data might go away but like your prime data is still on your switch and then when you do resubscribe it, it's going to be automatically backed up
1: I don't get it I don't get it either and then the smartphone app okay the uh, less said mm-hmm. about the better I forgot that I had it on my phone do you, you still it updated recently yeah because uh, I don't have a good reason yeah. there's no good reason to have it on my phone because you're obsessive about the phone
0: <laughs> we've been over this <laughs>
1: Um, and then special offers. Mm. That's like the final feature that they touted. And again, I was ready to be like huge eye roll. Yeah. You know, we've all seen how club Nintendo, you know, how awesome not that oh. has been. <laughs> <laughs> but then like after, but then afterwards I, or wait, or did they talk about it? Oh, they did talk about it in the direct. They shut off these sweet, sweet, Switch NES controllers. They are so sleek. Let me tell you what, Mark. They look like NES controllers. With like a little Joy-Con rack at the very top so Mm -hmm. you can slide them into your Switch to charge. In fact, you have to. There's no other way to do it. They're available. Okay, so Nintendo Switch Online launches today. And these NES controllers are available for pre-purchase today. Uh, the way it works is you have to have a Nintendo Switch Online account, mm-hmm. and then you order them now. And Nintendo is saying that they'll be shipped out in December. Uh, and it's sixty bucks for the pair. Mm-hmm. Um, and
0: the uh the controllers can only be used to play the NES Online or the, what, the Nintendo Entertainment System Online games. So even though you might think, hey, this would be perfect for Breath of the Wild. <laughs> or maybe I can play Uh, Splatoon 2. There you go. (laughs) With an NES controller, you're not going to have that opportunity, even though it makes perfect sense. You don't
1: need any more than two buttons to play Breath of the Wild. Uh, They're 60 bucks, which again, this is just one of those things I'm like, oh, I can just see the money flying away. Right. It also seems like something I feel like I don't have a choice on. Oh, no, I am 100% getting these. Yeah. Like, when they showed it in the direct... I was so excited, but I was also like, "This is a little unfair because they know exactly <laughs> what they're doing." Uh, this is kind of cool. Japan—it makes total sense—is getting Famicom controllers. Perfect. Those also look great. Um, yeah, so that's pre- that was pretty much it for Nintendo Switch Online. It is out, or like it is up and yeah. running as right a, now.
0: Right. It should be. It should launch the same time that this episode launches. So we have a lot in common with the Nintendo Switch Online service. By the way, you will be billed twenty bucks. <laughs>
1: Uh, and then they did a short section on 3DS games. Mm-hmm. And at the, when the Direct was announced, they were saying 3DS and Switch games. Uh, I don't know. I guess I was expecting a little bit more 3DS games. But since it's not a system I'm playing all that often anymore, I was fine with like the amount that was announced.
0: I would have liked, I think, a little bit more. But let, let's get through the announcements, and uh, we'll see how we feel about them. So,
1: Kirby's Epic Yarn. Yep. The er- game originally... R- Released on the Wii is being ported to the 3DS, so it has all stages from the Wii version. Which seems like a weird thing to mention. (laughs)
0: Like, if a game is being ported somewhere, that they're like, it comes with all the
1: stages. (laughs) Like, well, I would assume that it would. And then also some new abilities like grabbing multiple enemies to create giant yarn balls. Great. There's also a devilish mode where you outrun like the speed demon and some new mini games that let you play as King DDD and Meta Knight. It seems like a really full package.
0: Yeah. And I liked that game a lot. Um, I 100%ed it with Sarah. Um, I don't know that, like for me, that game was the most fun it could possibly be when you're doing two player simultaneous, getting in each other's way. Helping like throw each other up on the ledges and stuff. Um, so I don't know if the, you know, necessarily more single player version of it on 3DS is really going to be what I what I want. Um,
1: but I'm happy that it's coming to another platform. I, I like that game. And It's coming out next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they also gave a little more detail on Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story and Bowser Jr.'s Journey, including a release date, January 11th, 2019. You know, uh, last year, January, the first quarter, or I guess this year, the first quarter of the year was pretty light for Nintendo releases, and that does not seem like that's going to be the case um, this year. But again, we'll get into it a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bowser Jr.'s Journey seems identical to the Bowser Minions game from the remake of Superstar Saga. Yeah, at least in terms of gameplay, that it's like you assemble a team of um,
0: you know, Mario enemies and, you know, match up their strengths against your opponent's strengths, and they sort of just go to battle against each other. It's not quite menu-based combat, but it is, like, setting a team and fighting them against each other. Also,
1: the Koopa Kids seem to have, like, a maybe big role in this game. Um, I did not really dig the
0: story in the first one of these, the, uh, uh, Bowser, Bowser's Minions, um, but any if they're just taking, like, that gameplay and putting a skin on it that is uh, the Koopa Kid's, like, harass Bowser Jr., like, I am
1: there for that. And, of course, listeners will remember our, when we ranked the Koopa Kids, Yes, that Roy is, of course, the best Koopa Kid. He is obviously the best Koopa Kid. Uh, and then Luigi's Mansion for 3DS is coming October 12, 2018. Uh, and this is a remake of the GameCube game, and it seems like it takes some of the GameCube's, uh, I don't... Flaws? Yeah, um, because the frame rate looks kind of as choppy as it was on GameCube. Yeah, which I guess is to be expected if it's the same game. But they added a two-player co-op mode. Weird. It was super surprising. Uh, if both players have the game, a sort of, like, kind of Slimer-esque mm-hmm. version of Luigi can join regular ol luigi in the game mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then if only one player is the game you can still play co-op in the gallery which is like seems to be like a, a boss rush mode with using download play
0: uh which is always fun um i have so so seldom actually use download play on 3ds but uh there was that uh sometime that you and i used
1: it on that like river city whatever it was, yeah called. whichever one of those it was yeah uh and then there is a M- amiibo functionality uh The Boo Amiibo reveals a hidden Boo. The Toad Amiibo heals Luigi. Uh, The Luigi Amiibo revives Luigi?
0: Yeah, and then it says each of the four compatible
1: Amiibo will have different effects. I'm only counting three there. I'm only counting three. They miscounted the men, Mark. <laughs> uh, and then they showed off Yokai Watch Blasters, which is out already. And Mark and I famously don't care about. And I s- have watched this, still don't understand what this game no. is. Uh, but they did talk about a Moon Rabbit Crew version coming out September 27th as a download for the current existing version. So if that means something to you, thank you for listening. Yeah. And go get it. Uh, now, on to the Switch games. Woo! The Direct started with a teaser for Luigi, Luigi's Mansion 3 coming Work, in... Working title. Yeah, <laughs> coming in 2019. That's all we know, but we, of course, all know one other thing. What's that? That I called it.
0: Yes, that's right. Mark did call this... <clears throat> how how long ago did
1: you say... I don't know. I want to say maybe it was our E3 predictions That sounds show right. that it yeah. first came up, but... Cause like the Luigi's Mansion remake for 3DS. Sorry, I'm just gonna wrap um a little bit about how I nailed this. No, please. Okay, so when the you know Luigi's Mansion 3DS remake was made, Mark's puffing (laughs) up his chest. (laughs) You're like popping his collar, (laughs) putting on sunglasses. (laughs) It's
0: nine o'clock at night. Yeah,
1: you're like, why are you doing this? This is random. Mm -hmm. But some of us had the foresight to be like, obviously. It's to get everybody ramped up for a third game in the Luigi's Mansion franchise.
0: I nailed it. Um, are you excited about this game? I feel like we don't know anything. Like, literally, we don't know anything about it at this
1: point. Yeah, it seems like he can use the vacuum to jump, maybe. That's, like, as much as we know. I, I, yeah. Uh, we need more information. We is, need more is, information. Is all, is all I'm saying. For sure.
0: Do you think it'll be uh, early 2019, or do you think we're going see to see this around Halloween
1: yeah, I would guess fall 2019. Okay. Uh, they also showed off a big confusing like, sp- music video thing for Splatoon 2 version 4. I feel like I learned nothing about what's, what is changing in version 4. Yeah, me neither. There.
0: They showed off a lot of locations and weapons and gear, and I have to assume that some of them are new. All of them are new. I haven't really been plugged into Splatoon close enough to know if that's what's going on. There was one point where it flashed on the screen mode turf war and then you know ink more than your opponents and then it said times
1: 100 battle What do you think that is Mark There is something in this where you get like uh points bonuses mhm and it can be like 10 times oh, uh, oh or occasionally there have been rumors of 100 times Sure, of, changed... like, experience points. Yeah, exactly. Up. Got it, got it, got um, it. They also kind of changed the way that SplatFest work to try to make them more um, even. Uh, here's the thing. Uh,
0: that I, We will never understand yeah, the Splatfest really numbers. Yeah. There's no transparency there. There never will
1: be. Uh, as part of this, um, the first new Splatfest is happening this weekend, starting on the 21st at 9 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, it's retro style versus modern style. Mm. Uh, I did jump into the game to play a little. Uh, oh, yeah, I did have something to put into. All right, well, let's go back playing. to the top of the show. <laughs> no, uh, I jumped into Splato- Splat- Splatoon 2 for a little bit to play some salmon run. Mm. And I uh, decided I'm more into modern style. So that's the team I'm repping.
0: Interesting uh where were Mega Man 11 oh. uh was the next thing that to that they showed off uh october 2nd the game is coming out um i i wonder if they had a little bit in there um when the thing was originally scheduled to be like and the demo is available now demo is available last week um it's a great demo uh i really enjoyed playing uh block man's level and uh getting through it and um, watching people complain about how difficult it is online because that made me feel like a big man, and I like that. Um, they also announced that there's amiibo support. Uh, both of the Mega Man figures, both like the new one and the uh, like classic one from Smash, uh, unlock energy tanks or
1: uh, other useful in-game items. So uh, I will totally spam those. Version two of Sup- of Mario Tennis Aces is coming September 19th. It includes some new characters. Plus a co-op challenge, like online co-op missions, and you can unlock secret outfits, which is something that we talked about wanting. Yeah, when Super when Mario Tennis Aces was first announced, just a little bit more customizability to the characters. Yeah, they also said they're, that they're going to continue supporting the game with new content through June twenty nineteen, so, so like, a full year from yeah. release. What pretty pretty cool.
0: Um, I. I always forget. I like outside of my one like long weekend with that game. Um, I've only gone back to it. I think once, Um, but I like that game and I should play it more. It's a good game.
1: And I like that like more and more Nintendo games have this like one year. Yeah. We're going to keep supporting it. Even games like Kirby, you know, uh, are star allies. Yeah. They, there you go. <laughs> had, to, like, <laughs> had to run through the list of Kirby <laughs> right. titles uh, in Epic, my head. Epic Robobot. Yeah. So, and then, they revealed Capcom Beat 'Em up bundle. Yep. Uh, out today, it's seven classic Capcom brawlers in one. So it includes Final Fight, King of Dragons, Captain Commando, Knights of the Round, Warriors of Fate... Armored Warriors, the first time it's ever been on a console, and Battle Circuit, also the first time on console. Uh, and it should be noted that these are all the
0: arcade versions of these games. So even though we are on Switch and then a Nintendo console, this is not the Super Nintendo version of Final Fight. This is the arcade version of Final Fight. I know for sure because I saw a Guy in there, and Guy is not in the Super Nintendo version of Final Fight. Um, I hope <clears throat> so. Th- these have uh, both local co op uh, multiplayer and online. Um, which uh, is great. I, I I remember, um, and now I can only actually remember one of the games that was in there, which was Final Fight. There was a package like this on PlayStation Three with just two games, um, and uh, you know, was a a great way to just you know play some online style arcade arcade style games with friends. And this is seven games, including uh two I've never heard of. Um Captain Commando I've only heard whispers of. I've never actually played. I'm I'm very excited for this. I like these kind of bad beat 'em up brawler style games, especially when you can play them outside of an arcade and not just be shoving quarters into them the whole time. They're really fun.
1: Yeah, this also feels like the first generation where we are getting a lot of packages of retro games we haven't seen for a long time. I don't know if it's cuz it's like far enough away from uh, when they were released, that it feels like special.
0: Yeah, I-, I wonder if it's it's it may be a combination of that and um the death of the virtual console that like they don't Capcom isn't in a position where like. They can make seven or eight bucks from selling you Final Fight on the Super Nintendo, but they can bundle all these games together and sell it for like 40, 50. I don't know how much this game is um, and actually give you something of substance and charge like a, a full price for it. And I think that that is probably a better business decision for these people because like, yeah, I actually don't want to buy Final Fight again, but I will buy it as part of a,
1: uh, you know, Capcom beat 'em up bundle. I'm there. There had been rumors about this, and it's finally been confirmed. New Super Mario Bros. U is coming to the Switch on January 11, 2019. Is that January again? In that New Super Mario Bros. U deluxe version. So it includes new characters like Nabbit, who doesn't take damage from enemies, and Toadette, who can power up with the Super Crown to become Peachette. Mm-hmm. She can double jump, float slowly, boost out of a pit. Basically, it seems like they've kind of taken the Funky Kong model from Tropical yeah. Freeze, and applied it to New Super Mario Brothers. U.
0: It's sort of in two different ways, right? Because Nabbit uh, couldn't fall down pits, um, and Peachette uh, cannot fall down pits, um, but uh, you know, will still be hurt by enemies. Um, Mark, do we need to... Uh, we probably don't have enough time to really dig into it here. What is Peachette?
1: Oh, man, because when Peach wears his crown... No, when Toadette wears this crown. Oh, sorry. When Toadette wears this crown, right. She turns into Peach for all intents and purposes, right? But there's like mushroomy parts to her, (laughs) right? She's. Okay.
0: And also, like Peachette implies that it is the female version of Peach, which what does that mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, I love it. I, I love it.
1: It's just crazy enough that I think it's amazing. I'm wallowing in the confusion. Uh, this package also includes New Super Luigi U, mm-hmm. um, which is the
0: sort of like uh, almost time trials ultra difficult version of the Super uh, New Super Mario Brothers U levels where you just have to play as Luigi. Um, and it is punishingly difficult, uh, and I will probably ignore it just like I
1: did on Wii U. I recently he- heard on Retronauts, the Retronauts podcast, they disc- they compared uh, Japan's super mario brothers 2 which we know here is like lost levels um like the difficulty spike as that between new super mario brothers u and new super luigi u i followed the analogy yeah (laughs) and Uh, and it seems right to me (laughs) uh look i i know we played this game we uh did an episode about it i didn't own a wii u i'm dying for some 2d mario on switch i'm 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 legitimately excited for this yeah uh hey uh Katamari re Reroll is coming this winter. Gyro Controls, HD Rumble, Joy-Con Battle Mode. This was a fun surprise from Bandai Damco. Yeah, and not when I was expecting at all. Did you ever
0: play Katamari back in the day? No. Mark, me neither. So we bleh, I think we need other people to tell us why we should be more excited about this. Because right now I'm like, oh, cool. But I feel like there's excitement in the air. So if you are excited about Katamari coming to uh the Nintendo switch, please email us at nintendo cartridge
1: society at, at gmail.com, gmail.com and
0: tell us why we should be excited.
1: Then we got a little bit of Pokemon Let's go news uh the game's coming out November sixteenth, which we already knew, but man, that does not feel far away anymore. No a lot of these dates that d- felt far away at, at some point now no longer feel far away uh partner Pokemon learn the abilities to traverse the world, so like surfing that's awesome hmm uh partner Pokemon learn moves only they can learn. You can pet your partner Pokemon and change his hairstyle depending on how you pet it. So basically, this is maybe the best game ever. Probably. Uh, And then Nintendo announced a limited edition Switch console with a theme dock and Pikachu and Eevee colored Joy-Cons. Yeah. So what it is, is on the front of the dock are like the bodies of Pikachu and Eevee. And then like the the Joy-Cons kind of form their tails. Right, and they look like the color of uh, of their tails, and they have like
0: complementary, um, what are they called? The the Joy-Con grips? No, I don't know what they're called. The things that like slide over so you can use the L and R buttons more easily. That sort of they're not the same color, but they complement them. The thing looks
1: real slick. It does look real cool. It's a interesting, like the Joy Cons are an interesting color. Yeah, it's kind of like a dirty orange and like a mustard brown type yeah.
0: thing. Like I don't think they can be mistaken for anything but. Pokemon, <coughs> Pokemon colors.
1: Yeah, but it it does look really cool mm-hmm. when it's docked. Uh, it includes one version of the game. They didn't. Maybe you can choose. I don't know. They didn't really seem to delineate.
0: Yeah, and also sort of weird because in in the past when they have released, um, the, you know, limited edition like 3DS versions to coincide with uh, the release of Sun and Moon or you know any any of the previous ones. They release them with both versions. Uh so it's a little weird that on this they're like, no, you just get
1: one. And then it also includes the Pokeball Plus. Cool. Uh Diablo 3 Eternal Collection is coming November 2nd. Uh you can transmog armor that makes you look like Ganondorf. Cool. And then all amiibo are compatible. All they, Amiibo. They summon challenging enemies for you to fight. Diablo 3 is one of those games that like I haven't played. I'm really excited to play. But I am nervous about buying it and never having a chance to play because it's one of those games where I feel like I'm going to be like, I want to wait until I have, you know, like uh, time to really dig into it. Sure. Um. But yep, one of those things I'm definitely spending money on, even <laughs> if I never play it. Uh, Super Mario Party, which comes out less than a month from now, October fifth. That's a, this is another one of those where I'm saying it's just it's coming out now. <laughs> uh, all 80 mini games are brand new. There's a single player challenge, road mode, and Toad's Rec Room, which. You can use multiple Switch consoles. We kind of saw this at E3. It looks really slick. Um, and then a Mario Thon minigame mode, which can be played online. Uh, Mario Thon, perfect. <laughs> Pr- perfect name. Guys, good. Good pun work. This uh, direct was so uh, like packed with news that I feel like nobody is paying very close attention to th- the fact that Game Freak announced a new RPG, a totally new RPG for Switch uh with the working title Town coming in 2019 it's an RPG that takes place in one single village. Mm-hmm. Uh man, this is, this came out of nowhere and is really cool. Now, this is the game where you Ben Affleck and a bunch of other guys rob a bank. That's exactly that's exactly <laughs> what this is. Perfect. No, uh, I,
0: Game Freak uh, obviously uh you know made their name with uh Pokemon um and are huge because of that. Uh but Game Freak also just makes incredible games um the one of my favorite 3ds games pocket card jockey is them and it's stupid but like the hooks are so good and like the game has so much personality
1: and if they can if they can i i'm I'm excited for this game i i think it's gonna be good uh city skyline was is now available i don't really have anything to say about that perfect uh Damon x machina uh, we learned a little bit more about that game that was first revealed at E3. You acquire weapons and parts on the fly from defeated enemies, and then pop off the mech to explore on foot. Uh, four-player online co-op. If you like mech games, this one seems pretty slick. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool art
0: style too. I, I think that I didn't uh, totally appreciate when we saw uh, the trailer for it at E3 um, that this looks a little bit more like uh, like it feels very like
1: Macross, very like Robotech. Um and like you say, very slick. We hadn't heard about this Yoshi game for a while, uh, but Yoshi's Crafted World is confirmed to come spring 2019. Mm-hmm. You can play courses forward and backward, and it includes two player couch co op.
0: So this is a uh uh. What's the name of the studio? Wait. Um. Uh. Good feel. Good feel. Yes. Um. And that sort of backwards and for. It it is maybe
1: like so. They they were originally like on the trailer when Uh the game was first announced, but now there's no mention of them. And this game was seemingly delayed, so maybe there has been a change. Nobody really knows.
0: Interesting. The whole uh, backwards and forwards thing does make me think of uh, Wario Land Shake It, where you played through the first part of the levels, just sort of exploring slowly, and then um, when you got to the end, you had to like race back to the beginning beginning as fast as you could and Wario's sort of uh like running at super speeds and it's all just about like finding the most efficient path back. Um so you know uh if if it is still in fact good feel working on this game that they've got the sort of pedigree to make levels interesting both forward and backward.
1: And then uh some tabletop games are coming to switch courtesy of Asmodee. Uh Carcasson has local four player multiplayer and paid DLC for add-ons they're bringing Lord of the Rings the Living Card Game, Pandemic, and uh and some of the, the DLC for that game or I guess expansion packs for right? right, that which game becomes will be available DLC, as DLC. Right? and then more coming like Catan Universe and a Dungeon Crawler based on the card game Munchkin. What do you think about this? Uh I love Pandemic. Yeah. Uh I don't I I've never really played like a video game version of a board game like Monopoly or anything like that, so I'm curious to know how it translates. But the, I, I love the idea of this. Yeah, me too. Uh, Civilization Six, which was announced last week after the Direct was supposed to have aired. Yeah. But they did a little segment on that here. Starlink Battle for Atlas is coming October 16th. So another one that is coming so really close. soon. They showed, they showed off a little bit of Starwolf. Star Wars. like, Wolf. a cutscene. Mm-hmm. So he's, like, eating a bug or something. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, this is gross. <laughs> um, I believe that is dialogue directly from the uh, trailer. The World Ends With You is coming out October 12th. This is what I'm talking about. I'm going to be spending so much money. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, the Torn of the Golden Country, comes out September 21st. Uh, then Sizzle Real Time. Warframe gets a date November 20th. Just Dance 2019 is coming October 21st. 23rd FIFA 19 September 28th Team Sonic Racing sometime this winter NBA 2k19 is out now NBA Playgrounds uh, 2 is this fall Lego DC Super Villains October 16th 2018 we have just barely gone to the part where we're talking about Final Fantasy coming to switch which it, let's just move right into that <laughs> Final Fantasy is coming to switch in the form of nine games first one is final fantasy C- crystal chronicles remastered includes online multiplayer new areas inside dungeons i owned this game never played very much of it because i didn't have enough gbas friends or link cables
0: yeah so here's here's the thing with this game is that it was originally a
1: gamecube game right the first like S- square enix mm-hmm. game on a nintendo console for a generation right uh and it, it- did you have to play
0: it with um a Game Boy Advance and the link cable to the uh to the system or I'm, could I'm really you? not sure. Sure. So it I, I've seen like the diagrams of like four Game Boy Advances, four link cables and a GameCube all together so that four people can play one RPG together. Hey, guess what? All of that's being smoothed away because you can just play online <laughs> or play locally with people having their own switches. Um I'm excited for this, I mean, first of all, just to see uh, Square and Final Fantasy, like, paying attention to the, the platform is great, but also to have a game whose, you know, very conception uh, was prohibitively weird and complicated, now
1: totally smoothed out. Like, the game's basically being given a, a new life on Switch. We had talked about this last week, but Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition HD is now available on Switch at an introductory price. They announced World of Final Fantasy Maxima, which is coming out November 6, 2018. This is a game I don't know anything about. Great. Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon, finally a Mystery Dungeon game on Switch. Very excited for this. Comes out this winter. I failed to mention that the subtitle for this re-release is called Everybody, B-U-D-D-Y. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Final Fantasy Twelve: The Zodiac Age, is coming out in 2019.
0: Uh, are you a uh, uh, Final Fantasy?
1: Did you play Final Fantasy twelve? I did play Final Fantasy twelve. Uh, I don't know if I'll get the remaster again, only for like time reasons. But I think yeah. twelve is a great game. Mm-hmm. And then Final Fantasy seven, Final Fantasy nine, Final Fantasy ten, and X-2 HD remaster, all coming in twenty nineteen. It's so many Final Fantasy games. Do you think that Final Fantasy seven? coming to switch means that maybe the remaster will come to switch whenever that's released? Uh no, Final Fantasy VII remake is never
0: coming out on any platform ever. It's a fantasy. The final one perhaps. <laughs> um no, I mean I I don't, I don't I honestly don't think we'll see that game on current generation hardware uh at all. Um so maybe it'll come out on Switch 2, PlayStation 5
1: and Xbox Maybe also two. I don't know what they're gonna call the next Xbox. When's the last time you played seven or nine?
0: So I tried to play seven god uh nine years ago. Um, and my friends and I got out of uh Midgar and stopped. Um but that's like eight hours into the game. So uh but yeah, I think if if it were available on a portable platform, I would um dig I like I intend to uh, of all of these games, 7 is the one that I'm most excited to uh, revisit uh, on Switch. You're uh, obviously into the Mystery Dungeon, uh, Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon game. Um, what What about you? What 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 else
1: on here is um, calling to you? Uh, I'm interested in revisiting 10. Yeah. It has been many years since I have played 10. I've never played 10-2. Uh, I mean, 10-2, the game that is 10 too. Oh, I've, yeah, I haven't either. I, I never played it at all. Uh, Oh, gosh, this is like there is n- there will never be enough time for me to play all of these games. I know, but I kind of want all of them except for World of Final Fantasy Max, but which I don't know what it is. Uh, yeah, I mean that. Yeah, the, it it looks
0: like there's just a a bunch of I, I I can't believe it. Right, there's so much support that the Final Fantasy franchise is bringing to Switch, and really, I mean the the sort of uh uh the the push here of um Final Fantasy Seven Nine uh 10 and 102 are also coming to Xbox. Um so like, you know, that's these are they're just pushing these games everywhere. But like it's about time get these games everywhere um so everyone can play them. There's no there should be no reason that you can't play any Final Fantasy game whenever you want. Uh speaking of
1: uh 8, do you care that Final Fantasy 8 isn't on here? Uh I I don't I don't really. Great I me. Mean, Not cuz I like despise the game. Oh, just I because. harbor ill will towards <laughs> the Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> uh, a hardware bundle for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate was announced. Um, I thought mm-hmm. that we had already talked about this, but we had not. We had talked about like a deluxe edition that comes with a pro controller. Yes. But this is something different. This is a like dock and Joy-Con that are s- special for us uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate.
0: It is unclear to me whether this comes with a Switch or not. They called it a hardware bundle and then don't indicate whether it comes (laughs) with the Switch system or not. I'm
1: pretty sure it does, but I guess it wouldn't surprise me if it doesn't. I mean, that would be my assumption as well. A dock and Joy-Cons, but no no Switch? So the dock includes characters from the original Smash Brothers, Mm -hmm. uh, and then there's a download code for the game, Smash-themed Joy-Cons, it's kind of like that smash brothers logo that's yeah. stretched out across both and then uh gamecube controller adapter and gamecube controllers will also be available um but not like not part of this bundle right and all of these are uh
0: come out on november 2nd which yeah is a month and a couple days before uh the game itself actually releases
1: oh interesting
0: yeah which is why they specify that it's a you get a download code for the game so that way when the game when is comes released out. in yeah.
1: that's super smart black friday you get like the game can release but you still that's really smart uh and then we maybe get to the most fun part of the direct yeah it's been a crazy direct they jam-packed with a ton of news Uh and then we get like a nice perfect like chill down hangout in animal crossing that's right so we go into the mayor's office that
0: you're familiar with because of course you have sunk hundreds of hours into animal crossing new leaf And you see none other than Isabel, mayor's assistant, working hard while the mayor is gone, presumably fighting dudes in Smash Brothers. And then Isabel, lovable, adorable Isabel, gets an invitation to participate in Smash. It's like the perfect reveal. Yeah, it really is. Because you don't know what you're watching.
1: Right, because, you know, people had been there had been rumors or whispers and we all knew it was coming at some point of an animal crossing on switch. And so at first you're like, Oh, that's exactly what this is. And then that she is a smash fighter is just like a super fun reveal. Yeah. And a a totally insane uh, character
0: inclusion. I mean, the villager is also crazy that the villager would be in smash. We fit trainer. Like they're, they're so good at putting characters in smash that don't, that aren't violent. <laughs> I just I just love that this version of Smash Brothers is introducing both Ridley, the giant killer's space dragon,
1: and uh Isabel, <laughs> the like adorable dog. <laughs> I love it. And then after that reveal There's another reveal Yep, that just a straight-up Animal Crossing game is coming sometime in 2019. Yeah, revealed by showing us Tom Nook clicking around on his uh, uh, computer. (laughs) Guys, Nintendo's 2019 could be absolutely insane. It could be like their 2017. Because you have another Pokemon game coming out. Yep. You possibly have Metro Prime 4. Who knows? Let's even take that off the table. You've got...
0: uh, this Animal Crossing game. You've got this Luigi's Mansion game. You've got a Fire Emblem game. Did, you, uh, did I say Yoshi already?
1: I can't remember.
0: And and New Super Mario uh, U Deluxe. It's There's a ton in 2019.
1: And that's only the stuff we already know about. Yeah. Believe it or not, there was other Nintendo news this week that we're just going to touch on real quickly. I don't believe it. A uh, recent issue of Famitsu revealed more Sega Ages titles being planned for Switch. The first wave hasn't even like hit the system yet, but Sonic has already announced Sonic Two, or Sega has already announced Sonic Two, Outrun, Columns Two, and Thunder Force, uh, as like the second wave. Columns Two will feature online battles. The first wave of Sega Ages launches September twentieth and includes the original Sonic the Hedgehog, Thunder Force Four, and Phantasy Star. And then a few months ago, we discussed Capcom experimenting with streaming games to Switch owners with. with Resident Evil 7 cloud version this was exclusive to Japan and last week Ubisoft and Nintendo announced Assassin's Creed Odyssey cloud version releasing this fall in Japan that's nuts because I mean
0: it's Ubisoft so obviously they're throwing a lot of support behind the switch um but Odyssey that's a that's a brand new game on you know par with you know it's on the other like leading edge systems um it's crazy that they
1: can stream that uh to switches it's also really cool like to me this is like a business model that if it comes to the u.s i would be so into because the way they've been doing in japan is you only get the game for 180 days or you can like re-up your um you can like renew it But it's at a significantly discounted price. Yeah. It's like, that's exactly what I want.
0: Yeah. Oh, exactly. Especially for a game like uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Like, that's a game that I will want to experience. But I don't need to have, like, on my shelf or in my library forever. 180 days. That's half a year. Like, that's way more than I need with any one of these games. So,
1: I hope that these experiments for these cloud versions continue to be successful. And I hope that they find a way to expand it to the west because i'd be very interested
0: yeah so let's get that just uh you know get all those servers over here for whatever it takes look mark and i aren't
1: engineers (laughs) we don't know we
0: don't know but you know someone out there does so like get on it someone do it all right let's get out of the news That's going to do it for this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Remember, please rate, review, subscribe, and all of that good stuff on Apple Podcasts. If you like the episode, uh, share it with someone on Facebook or Twitter or real life. Uh, Tap the person next to you on the shoulder and say, hey, uh, you should listen to this Nintendo show. Not sitting next to someone at the moment? um, That's fine. Maybe later you will be, and you can talk to that person, right? Yeah, just
1: remember to do just it. Just
0: please remember to do it. It helps us out uh, tremendously. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Patrick underscore Ellers. Uh, Mark is at MK Mitchell. The show is at Nin Card Society. We're on Facebook as well, which easy to find there. Um, if you like Mark and Mind's opinions, we write about comic books on retconpunch.com. Olivia Duncan made our logo. Our theme music is provided by 8 Betty. If you like his music, you can get more at 8BitBetty.com or by listening right now. From my co-host, Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Ellers. Being tired of the controversy, thanks for listening.